Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horneman, aka the Thyroid Fixer, functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, let's get started. This is going to be a mini episode on libido because it's a huge question. It's a huge issue. I hear all of you from my patients to my listeners alike saying that you are still struggling with libido. And it's so layered. It's so multifactorial that I want to just break this down in a nice, short, easily digestible episode so that you can go through and check off all of the boxes. Now, of course, we've talked about libido before with my interview with Susan Bratton about how you can get a little bit more stimulation of your yoni and how different sex positions or techniques can absolutely help you in your sex life. But today I want to just dive into the biological and psychological aspects of libido that could be affecting you. I made Hormone Fixer for you to get more of that GSD hormone. You want adequate levels of testosterone in order to have motivation, in order to burn fat, in order to build sexy lean muscle that is not only going to make you better at burning fat every single day, it's also going to protect you. It's going to protect you as you age. It's going to protect your bones. You want sexy lean muscle in order to have a metabolism. So get some hormone fixer, start taking it and just enjoy the benefits. What we have been hearing from the community of people taking it, improved energy, improved strength. They're seeing their muscles pop out and look amazing when they're working out. They're getting that pump. They're having a libido. They actually want to have sex again. You cannot go wrong with Hormone Fixer. It increases your growth hormone. It increases your testosterone. The cyst is quadrangulus and it helps your bones. The Tonkatali helps keep your sex hormone binding globulin low, which we want that as well. So it's not bound up to our thyroid hormones and testosterone. Try the Hormone Fixer. Trust me, it's going to change your world. So as we go down this list, we have to start with thyroid, of course because we know that that's the master gland. So when everything is low and slow, when you're in that hypo state, that low and slow hypo state, naturally blood flow isn't going to be the same. Circulation is not going to be the same. Stimulation is not going to be the same. Your hormones are going to be off because that thyroid is controlling everything. Keeping you in that low and slow mode with the thyroid can affect a multitude of other systems, which also have a direct effect on libido. So yes, we look at thyroid first in and of itself. We look at how much free T3 you have because that's producing that metabolism, that's increasing your blood flow, that's improving your heart rate, thus your circulation, that's improving your blood pressure, that's taking down inflammation. And then when we look at reverse T3, if that's elevated, your body is going to be in survival mode. It's going to be basically shut down. So if your body is shut down, how can anything work? How can you want to have sex? How can your libido even possibly be up and running when everything is 
is in survival mode. When your body thinks that you're laying in a hospital bed, when your body thinks that you're in the ICU or the ER with a trauma or an injury. I mean, when is the last time you were horny after you broke an arm or your appendix burst? Is sex really the first thing on your mind when you're laying in the hospital? No. I mean, even think about when you're sick. When you're sick, your reverse T3 is going to go up. Do you really want sex? I mean, if you do, kudos to you. You probably don't need this episode because you have a raging libido. Most of us do not want sex when we are injured or sick. And that is where that reverse T3 comes in. So you might not be injured or sick, but if your reverse T3 is elevated, your body thinks that you're in survival. So it's going to shut down your libido. Just like our bodies know that when reverse T3 is elevated, you don't need to be burning fat. You don't need to feel good. Don't need to grow your hair. Don't need to poop every day. Certainly don't need to be having sex because your body wants to heal and survive. So we have to start with the thyroid. Then we know that the thyroid has a direct impact, although this can be a completely separate issue outside of the thyroid, sex hormones. So when you have low testosterone, when you have low estradiol or progesterone, that is all going to affect libido. Now we have a tendency to go right to testosterone. And for men, I mean, really, I should have separated this episode down into men and women. Men, you pretty much have two things to think about, your thyroid and testosterone, period. I mean, yeah, okay, there are going to be circulation issues, blah, blah, blah. Men are more simple. Sorry, guys, you are, but you're also lucky in this aspect. You're pretty darn simple in that you better have blood flow down there. Maybe throw in some Viagra, throw in some nitric oxide. If you're stressed, usually sex relieves that stress. So really has it takes a lot of stress for a guy to not have a libido. You just need adequate testosterone and a good functioning thyroid. Ladies, you're much more complex and we know that. So as we move down, we're going to look at testosterone for you, but we also have to look at those other sex hormones and their balance to everything. Now, when we tie in thyroid and sex hormones, that has a direct impact in our mood and our brain function. So if progesterone is low, anxiety is going to be high. Is a woman going to want sex when she's anxious or stressed out? No. And we haven't even brought in cortisol yet. If estrogen is low, you're going to have a dry vagina and pain during intercourse. Are you going to want sex then? No. Testosterone is our get shit done hormone. If that is incredibly low, not only are you going to hold on to more body fat and lose muscle, it's also going to directly affect your libido, that drive, that motivation. So all three sex hormones, those big ones, affect libido. And then just like I mentioned with testosterone, what if you're holding more weight? What if you can't lose weight? What if your thyroid's involved and you have low testosterone? Now it comes back to how we feel about ourselves. So a woman's libido also is tied back to how she feels about herself and how she feels about herself naked. If you don't even want to look in the mirror at yourself, you're certainly not going to want to get naked and have your partner look at you either. And I'm sorry, you just got to say it out loud. I freaking hate how I look right now. And I'm not getting into the psychological BS of negative talk to your body. Yeah, no, we shouldn't negative talk to our body. 
But we also have to be honest with ourselves. And if we are dealing with low libido and we say, listen, I am really bothered by these extra 20 to 50 pounds that I'm carrying around that no doctor is giving me an answer as to why, and I can't seem to get help, then yeah, that's going to affect your libido because that's also stress kind of coming on to your plate. You're stressed out about how you look. You're stressed out about your health. You're stressed that you're not getting any answers. And therefore that stress is affecting you as is the way that you're feeling about yourself. Now, all y'all are beautiful inside and out. But again, if we are being honest here, and if honesty isn't your thing, this isn't the podcast for you. If we're being honest with ourselves, I mean, I can fully admit that an extra 10 to 20 pounds doesn't really make me want to take my clothes off. Sorry, it just is. Because women are very sensitive to that. If you're losing hair, all right, body image aside, if you're losing hair and you're self-conscious about that, I mean, come on, ladies, when we get something looping in our head that we're worried about, it loops and loops. You'll be at the gym, you're thinking about it. You're in the shower, you're thinking about it. You're at work talking to somebody, you're thinking about it. You're actually having a conversation with someone. You have no idea what that person is saying to you because you're thinking about it. You're thinking about that issue that is weighing so heavily on you. And that is going to shut down your libido. Okay, I am hearing you. I am hearing your frustration. And I was in your shoes, so I totally get it. You are tired of the doctor jumping. You are tired of being medically gaslit. You are sick of being told that you're normal when you know that your body is rebelling against you. You know that the weight gain and the fatigue and the hair loss and the low libido and the dry skin is not you. That's not how you were years ago. That's not how your body was meant to be. And that's not how you want to live the rest of your life. So I'm going to invite you to work with me and my team. We can prescribe in all 50 states, including many provinces in Canada. So we got you covered there in the thyroid and the hormone department. We have you covered. Yes, we use bioidentical hormones only, none of that synthetic garbage. And we fix you. We bring you to that optimized state where you can live with me in optimization land, where you have actual energy to get through your day. I swear you're not going to be looking at the couch at 2 p.m. wondering how quick you can take a nap. You will lose weight. You won't gain weight every time you go out to eat or look sideways at a brownie. We will get you to that optimized state. So I'm going to invite you to book an application call. And this is where you are going to go over everything, your health journey and all the different things you've tried and your frustrations. You're going to go over that with my team and we will put you into the program that fits you the best. If you need prescriptions, we have you covered. So go ahead and click the book a call link in the show notes. I promise we will take good care of you. You can stop the doctor jumping once and for all. Stop wasting money on BS programs Stop buying programs off of Instagram, people. I know you. I see you. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Looking for answers. We can fix you. Now we can bring in cortisol. So let's just say that we actually test 
your cortisol. We test your adrenals. We do that four point saliva cortisol panel. And we see that you have raging high cortisol. That elevated cortisol is going to increase inflammation. It's going to push up insulin resistance. It's going to cause weight gain. It's going to increase your reverse T3. It's going to shut down your thyroid function. Are you following me connecting the dots? Yes, we have the direct effect of cortisol, but we also have the indirect effect with its effect on the body. And then we go dot, dot, dot. Oh, now we have an elevator reverse T3, putting our body in survival mode. Now our thyroid's not working. The thyroid medication treatment that we're on isn't working and we're stressed out. That's gonna shut down libido 100%. Let's look at the other stressors that can be coming into play. There can be other stressors such as environmental stressors or toxin stressors which kind of fall under environmental. The crap that you're putting on your body, that toxic burden overload on your body increases cortisol and creates stress on your body. If you have been exposed to mold, if you had to change your life dramatically, when I was talking with Lauren Lax a few weeks ago, she had to move out of her house and then she was actually living out of Airbnbs because of mold exposure. And then the damn Airbnb had mold. And she had to move from that, lose thousands of dollars that she put down as a deposit. I mean, are you following me with the stress here? And no, Lauren and I did not talk about her libido. I'm using that as an example of how mold or a mold issue can then come back and affect your stress level. And it can be that the mold itself is creating a stressor in your body, creating that inflammation, affecting all the other systems. And it can also be, what you had to do to eradicate the mold, spend thousands of dollars on your house, whatever it is to take care of that mold issue can also be another stressor. We also have to look at those underlying stressors. So when I ask you, are you stressed? Your immediate thought is gonna be, do I have money stress? Do I have relationship stress? Do I have a situational stressor going on? And you go, no, I'm not that stressed. And then we start to dig. Okay, you've been taking care of your sick parents for a long, long, long time. That's that underlying low-level stress with a high-level stress, but it's kind of running beneath the surface that you really don't even think about, but it's a stressor and it's affecting you day in and day out. Again, your health, just worried about your health. There's that low-level stressor just running all the time affecting you. So you really have to step back and look at all the different components that are coming in when we're talking about stress. The same way you have to step back and look at all the different components when we're talking about libido. I'll give you an example. Just the other day, I got a message from a patient with her labs. Her testosterone is actually through the roof, probably a little bit too high. We're backing off on it a little bit, 450 for a total for a woman. So we have to dial back her dose. And she says, I still have no libido. She should have a raging libido. She should be like, honey, come on, let's take a visit to the bedroom pretty much every day, if not multiple times a day with that testosterone level. That is why it is not all about testosterone. I can give you a super high testosterone level. That doesn't mean that you're going to have a libido. 
Now, again, if you're using my hormone fixer, it has Tonkat Ali in it. Tonkat Ali is an actual aphrodisiac. So in, in addition to improving growth hormone levels and supporting your testosterone levels and helping to reduce sex hormone binding globulin, which will free up more testosterone to be used by your body, Tonkat Ali is an actual aphrodisiac. So yes, we can take things like Hormone Fixer to increase the aphrodisiac factor. But again, even if you're doing that, even if you're taking testosterone, you could have all these other factors coming into play that's affecting your libido. Then we have your relationship itself. Are there past issues? Was there cheating? Was there infidelity? Was there emotional infidelity? Are there problems in the relationship? that need to be addressed, that of course is going to affect your libido. It's going to have a direct effect because for women, that's kind of always on our mind. Years and years and years later, that's going to be on your mind. Is there an issue within the relationship that needs to be addressed? Are you trying to find intimate time in between running around with kids? That can be a factor, obviously. And it's something that, yeah, you can get through and you can figure it out. But is that coming into play when we're talking about your libido in your relationship? Is your significant other actually doing all the right things? Do you need to have a conversation with them to where you really don't want sex because they're not doing the right things in the bedroom anyways. And that I would definitely recommend you go back and listen to my episode with Susan Bren. You're going to get a ton of tips there. You can download some of her free resources and really find out how to pleasure each other in the right way. Now, what I deal with with my patients, it really doesn't come down to that aspect. It's usually all of the other things that we just talked about, but I'm still throwing that on the table so that you have something to look at and think about. Simple things that can improve circulation. Yes, we have peptides for that. There's a peptide called PT-141. You know, it's one of those I've asked quite a few people about, never tried it myself, asked quite a few peptide gurus about, and it's about a 50-50. Some swear by it and some go, eh, it doesn't really work and it's a pain because it has to be injected prior to you actually wanting to have intercourse. So you got to plan out the timing and then it's an injectable. So that's why I kind of like Tonkat Ali for what to take to kind of improve libido as an aphrodisiac. But then there's nitric oxide as well. I have not dove into, I need to, I know I need to, have not dove into the benefits of NO, nitric oxide but that can improve circulation. So when we look at Viagra for men, it is improving circulation to the penis. And that's the same thing, it's vasodilator. So same thing that NO does in order to improve blood flow. So ladies, yes, essentially they haven't come up with a Viagra for us yet, but we can take nitric oxide and that can absolutely help. If it is just a direct stimulation issue, like you are not feeling anything down there at the clitoral level, there are toys for that. And I don't mean your 1980s little vibrator. Yeah, we're going to mark this as explicit in Apple. I don't mean your 1980s little vibrator. I just heard from a patient the other day, unbeknownst to me, apparently I haven't been in a sex shop lately. 
haven't gone to a sex party since like 2002, but there are little devices, toys that provide suction that can actually increase blood flow to the clitoris. How about that, ladies? Try that out as well. Because here's the bottom line. And no, this isn't a sex episode, but I'm giving you all the tools, no pun intended. We need to figure this out. In past episodes, I've also said, just participate as well. Now, I understand that if there are relational issues, you don't want to participate. If there's pain during intercourse, you don't want to participate. You really should be looking at your estradiol levels and getting that fixed first. But sometimes when we just don't feel like it and we jump in and participate, sometimes things get going. We're going to leave that as a last resort. Let's check off all of the other boxes that I just talked about today. Biological and psychological. Let's do all of that first. And if you do all of that and you still come back and you tell me it ain't there and it's just not happening, then I'm going to say, let's try the participation aspect. You just jump in and participate and see if anything happens. Because if anything, maybe feelings and thoughts will come up where you go, I am participating and I just, I need a husbandectomy. Now I'm not advocating for divorce. I'm just being real, right? We've all been there with mega issues in our relationships. And sometimes you're like, "Eh, just stop. If you've done all the things and you don't need a husbandectomy or a significant other ectomy, then it comes down to, we may need to send you to a therapist. Because there might be something a lot more deeply involved that is literally shutting you down, maybe a past trauma. I will be talking to Dr. Amy Apigian here soon on how trauma affects the body and the hormones and the thyroid. There might be a past trauma that you need to dig into. And I'm not making light of that at all. It is real. It is absolutely real. Anyone that has gone through a sexual trauma, especially or even an emotional trauma, that can shut you down inside. And that's another layer. Again, we can check off all the biological. We can check off the physical. We can check off the stress as much as we possibly can. You have to take the reins and recognize if this is something a little bit deeper or a lot deeper that you need to address. That is my episode on libido breaking it down, simplified terms, nice and short, check those boxes. And here is to you having a very good and active sex life. Well in to your 70s and 80s, by the way. Hormones, hormone balance, good sex life, check all the boxes. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. 
And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.